I left my failing business that resulted in thousands of dollars of debt and almost killed my passion for entrepreneurship to set out on a journey to build a business I could enjoy doing the rest of my life. I went all in to learn a new skill and found myself in the world of funnel marketing. Now I get to talk to entrepreneurs who are creating mass movements and empowering others. I don't know how I'll do it yet, but I know I want to join them. Follow me on my journey as I speak with top entrepreneurs to learn the strategies they are using to build their movements and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Susan Leonardson, and this is Amplify Your Impact. Bill, welcome back. I'm so excited to have you back on this this episode of Amplify Your Impact. Last episode, you gave us all of your best advice on organic lead generation, and I know that a lot of people are going to be able to use that information. Uh, but this episode, I really want to dive into uh, how to get repeat customers. And I know there's a lot of people out there that you know, the, the saying goes like, it's easier to get someone to buy your thing again or get a repeat customer than it is to go out and find a new one. So I'd really love to know your thoughts on that. So welcome back today. Thanks, Susan, so much. Thanks for having me back. It feels like it's only been a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, this is something that I love to talk about because just like you said, it is so much easier to sell a past client something to sell a current client your next thing than it is to go out and get a new client. So first and foremost, you know, how, how do we get repeat business is, well, first of all, we have to do an amazing job, right? We have to over deliver. And you know, most people have heard the saying of always under promise and over deliver, but I actually, I like to over promise and then still find a way to over deliver. Cause like, I want people to be blown away. Like my objective is, is for my, like, even though I charge a premium for my services, I want you to feel like you ripped me off. Like, like you were so lucky to have found me before I raised my price. Uh, that's, I think that's the way we should all uh, leave our customers and our clients feeling is like they got the deal of the century, even though, they might have paid you double or triple what your competition might be because it really at the end of the day it's not about the cost of something it's it's is it an investment an investment you know provides a return so it provides a profit so it's like the way i like to do things so when we come from that mindset then i think that it just elevates not only our status with our audience but even within our own mind you know we're holding ourselves to that higher level so we end up providing a higher level of service, a higher level of result. So, so if we have over delivered on the first, you know, product or service, like, first of all, like if it, yourself with an agency, like if you get someone on, you know, like maybe there are, I don't know how you do it. Right. But I, I know a lot of agencies might do a 90 day, like sort of let's give this a try for 90 days. Um, so obviously if your first 90 days are killing it, it would be silly for them to not re up and then sign like a 12 month agreement or whatever. And then obviously once you have enough uh, clients and enough momentum and, and case studies and you've got a proven result, you know, then you can just start out with, you know, an ongoing retainer, you know, 12 months or two years or whatever it is you want to do uh, right from the start. But when people are starting, you know, I find usually they get into it for like 90 days or something, or some people are even doing thirties with to me, like, 
the whole agency model is too much work to just do a 30 day thing. But yeah, 30 days is hard to pr prove a lot of things work too. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, if you are providing them leads, then why wouldn't they, you know, re up? Now I do find that a lot of agency people, uh, they don't, they don't have like a tracking process in place. And so like, they don't necessarily know. And then the customer ends up lying to them. So in other words, like, because the customer's not converting those leads, because maybe they need some sales training or some sales process, they tell you it's not working. So like, I always recommend, uh, you know, in a perfect world, the agency owner is either building the funnel or at least has some sort of tracking mechanism in place so that you know for a fact how many leads are being generated. And then, you know, they can't lie to you. Like if you gave, if you produced, you know, however, I don't know what's good in any particular business. In some businesses, you might want a thousand leads a month and other, in other businesses, if you can get 10, that's fantastic. So, but if you're providing the, the, the leads that they need and even more than they asked for at the beginning, and you can uh, verify and validate you're generating those leads. And if they're not happy, then you're able to say, well, look, I'm generating a lead. So let me see if we can dive into this and figure out what the problem is. Why are the leads being converted? Is it because our targeting is off a little bit or is it because your sales process is off a little bit? So in other words, like, you know, generating leads who aren't, necessarily your ideal it has no value right so like sometimes you have to tweak that but most often than not it's the sales process that's really lacking i love the idea that you threw out there that a lot of agencies do where they have that like trial period and that helps a lot with with those that are starting out maybe they're not even an agency yet but they're just freelancing in their service and um, and they, in the last episode, we were talking about like, how do you start getting your foot in the door with, with your ideal client? And that's, that's an excellent way to do that. It's a great idea to, uh, just throw out an offer of a trial with them and even discount it a little bit. If it means that you're going to get a great testimonial out of it, um, to take and, and the results, actual proven data to take, to go get more yeah. clients. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. And just like in our previous episode, I think it's so, I don't want to say easy, but it's definitely simple. Like once you have figured out what works for a particular niche, you can literally create a template. And this is what I advise people to do. Um, you can create a template for almost any business that's going to work almost anywhere. And then you can literally go out there, generate leads with that funnel, and then go right to that business and say, look, I've already built a funnel that generates leads for your company, right? If, if you want to take it over, here's how much it's going to cost on a monthly basis. If you don't like, that's totally okay. Then we're going to go over here to XYZ, you know, orthodontry or whatever. And if they want to buy it, that's great. And if not, you know, then we'll go to ABC. Uh, <laughs> it really, cause it doesn't make a difference to me, you know, which one of them purchases it. Because now I've got the thing that works. It's no longer a commodity. Let's talk about value ladders a little bit. We were talking about how to keep your customers, um, keep selling to the same, you know, one, like Russell Brunson says, once they're a buyer, they're always, they're, they're going to keep buying from you, especially if you've been able to deliver on what they first bought from you. Yep. Um, so what is your advice, if you have any, on 
let's just keep going with the service theme because that's what my business is and I want to take as much information from you as possible <laughs> that I can use. Um, what is what is some advice on for an agency or a, ser a different service on building a value ladder? So we have like our, our service that we provide. How can we find um, more value to upsell them on? Like what what steps might we take to figure that out? Or if you have suggestions on, on some tips that, that um, you know others have done before? Yeah, well like with any agency, like you potentially hit a glass ceiling because for a couple of reasons. One is like that business owner might not have the capacity, like even if you can double or triple their amount of leads, they might not have the capacity to actually do anything with them. So generating more leads than they can handle like it shows them that they should be growing their business, but they may not want to, you know, it, maybe they're happy with, with where they're at. So then it becomes like a decision-making process. So like, in other words, like let's say you're charging someone $3,000 a month to, to handle their uh, stuff. But what if you could teach them how to do it themselves? And and so, so maybe, they invest 25 grand and, and you teach them how to do it and then their staff can do the same thing you were doing so so in other words it's, it's taking that service and then productizing it and then and then once you've got it dialed in for that particular business as a product now now that's two different things so like you've got it's kind of a augmented value ladder so it, on one hand it's working your way out of your service but the reality is the agency model, you know, the bigger and bigger and bigger you grow, it, it comes down to, do you want to manage people? Like, do you want to have a staff of a hundred people at some point, you know, doing all this funnel stuff and placing ads and all that. And like, I find that most agency people don't want to do that, you know? So if they can uh, turn their service into a product, then that gives you a, a different level. It, it creates a cost savings for uh, that customer. So where now they can start to leverage their business and they, they make an investment uh, and then they pay you all at one time and then you're done with them or they can, they can even uh, hire you for like consulting at that point, you know, training their staff, you know, keeping on top of best practices and things like that. So now you create a coaching organization instead of an agency so it, it, some of that depends on is that what you want like you know so it's so like me i've owned real estate brokerages and it's, it's kind of the same thing it's like i always loved the the teaching and the training and the coaching part of it but i really didn't enjoy managing like at one point i had 177 agents um and then i didn't enjoy that so i, I had to hire staff you know managers you know, to deal with that kind of stuff. And so, and ultimately I eventually got out of that and just moved into uh, the coaching and consulting. And I, and I think with a lot of like high level agency people it kind of becomes the same thing. You know, like if you look at this Billy Jean is marketing guy, you know, like I think his company still does some agency stuff, but I think his main business is, you know, teaching other people how to do it. Yeah. It seems like that's, that's kind of the next step. <laughs> yeah. You know, once you reach that level and you've reached the, you know, the, 
the point of success and you're doing really awesome, it seems like the natural step is to then go and teach others how to do it. And it's a smart thing to do. It's an additional uh, stream of income, you know? So like the alternative is you, you mentioned like, you know, there's only so many leads that your client needs and they have enough leads. And so either they're going to have to start hiring people on to do sales for them, mm-hmm. or like that could be something that you as an agency, you bring in people that like that could be a service, but that doesn't make sense. That's just managing more people. It's a lot more work. Um, so like for instance, um, let's see, say I'm an, I'm an agency that let's just go with mine. I design funnels for people. Well, they have a funnel, but now what's the problem that I've created for them? They don't have a way to get traffic to that funnel. So like as a, as an, if I was an agency, I could hire somebody on my team to then run traffic for them. Um, or I could not do that at all and just build up, build up my design business and then eventually turn around and teach people how to do it. That's what you're, what you're getting at. Right. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Down to like, you know, really do you like being a service provider and that's totally cool like i mean there's probably somebody out there that's got this massive agency that has like a thousand you know funnel builders and traffic runner like in all that kind of stuff and if that's where you see yourself someday then that's fantastic just keep going down that path uh, but like i think most people <laughs> they don't want to do that this is sounds like crazy um to most people but like, so it can be done either way. So like, it, to me, it's really easy to capture your systems and your processes and then put it into a training program. And, you know, and you can even do both because like some of your customers are going to be like, yeah, like I don't ever want to do that myself. And I don't want to hire anyone who does it. Like, that's why I hired you. You just keep doing it. And, and that's cool too. So you can yeah. go either way. Yeah. There's always going to be businesses that just don't have the time or resources to do it on their own. And they'd rather just use money to get it done and hire you to do it. Yep. Let's talk a bit about testimonials. Yeah. Um, that is another, another thing that you like to speak on and it's testimonials are super valuable and important to businesses. And I'd just like to hear your thoughts on, on, on what you teach people about them. Yeah, social proof, testimonials is uh, some of the most important things there is. The only thing I believe that's more important is a guarantee. Uh, but it's, it's so powerful if you can provide testimonials. But like so many of the testimonials that I see out there are like horrible. You know, like because the people like either seem bored or disengaged or, or they seem fake. Like I see testimonials that like are clearly in a green screen environment. And like, I, and then when you're on Fiverr.com, like you can type in testimonial to Fiverr.com and there's like people that for five bucks will give someone a testimonial. And I've seen some of those testimonials on different so-called gurus, you know, websites or fun. That is interesting. <laughs> so, you know, they're out there. And <laughs> if someone's making sales that way, fantastic. But, you know, I like to teach people to actually provide a result and then ca- capture, you know, the emotions of the whole process, right? So, so, so it, it's about taking a lot of notes during the client journey and then and also being ready 
for the opportunity because like all of us have a conversation with a, a customer and somebody might be like, Oh my God, like this is the amazing thing that you helped me do. And like, and then you're like, Oh wow, that's fantastic. And then you go on with your life instead of capturing it in the moment, or even if you're not ready to capture it in the moment, because of whatever reason, maybe your phone's not with you. Uh, but you at least write it down and be like, okay, you know, so-and-so said this and that I need to take notes of that. Cause at some point in the future, I'm going to come back to it and, and create uh, an environment where they can relive that. And then I'm going to capture it. So, you know, the, the testimonials have to speak to uh, if you ever watch like infomercials, you know, you've got like the before and the after. So like, I mean, just at the very basic level, all testimonials should be, you know, well, before Susan, I had this ridiculous problem. And like after Susan, like life is like living in heaven is the money falls out of the sky and everything tastes like chocolate. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like the before and after is so powerful. And, and if you can um, get people emotionally invested in, in, and it really comes through like the whole journey, you know, like the pre-frame sharing all the details, you know, like don't just sell somebody a funnel and a lead generation platform because like then like they, they don't even know all of the things that you did for them. Then they can't even appreciate all of the pain that you alleviated the only way they can appreciate all the pain that you've alleviated for them is if they actually were trying to do it themselves before. Uh, but if, if they weren't, especially if they were someone who'd like, maybe they hired a different agency and they didn't have success, but they don't know everything that goes into, you know, building the funnel. Like I saw somebody's like infographic a couple weeks ago. It said there's like 872 steps to building a funnel. And I'm like, wow like i didn't even realize it but it's true like i mean there is a lot a lot a lot that goes into it and we have to let those people know every single thing that we're doing for them like a million years ago when i was you know in the construction business one of the things that i learned was if i wanted to charge people more money not only did i have to you know express all the emotional benefits of having a new kitchen but i i had to itemize it like to death like i would itemize my invoice to the point where like how many screws like had to go in to complete the job and so like when you create this itemization it just allows them to appreciate you know everything that they're doing like they don't want to read you know 16 pages of the stuff that you're going to do but they want to see the 16 pages of stuff that you're going to do like 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 i swear like sometimes you could put just gibberish on there and like the, but they just want to see it. They're not going to read it. They want to see it as a whole bunch of stuff. So it's like, you know, build a funnel, you know, across the page for $25,000 or listing out 872 things that goes into building a funnel for $25,000, which one is most people going to buy? And so, so that's very, you know, helpful you know, in the, it's not only part of the sales process, but it's really, it's, it's the pre-frame to creating those case studies and those testimonials 
you know, along the way, and then at the end of the journey, and, and really the end of the journey isn't even the end because like in an agency business, you really want them to work with you for years and years and years. But the end of the journey is, is really the end of that 90 days. So like, you know, you know, four months ago, like I had no idea where I was going to go with my business. And then, you know, I hired Susan. I, I really, I had no idea like if she was going to work, but I liked her, I trusted her. So we moved forward and oh my God, in 90 days, I've already tripled the amount of leads that came in and I've, my revenue's gone up by 40%. Uh, so like I've just signed a, a long-term contract with her, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, so like that's when you itemize every detail along the way, then they can appreciate all the things that you've done for them. And then that is part of what empowers you to be able to get that emotionally compelling testimonial. And of course, part of your process needs to be documenting their journey, right? Because then they're going to tell you these things that were epiphanies for them that you helped them realize. Uh, and then, you know, you write that down, you document it whatever way you have to. And then at the end, you're like, hey, I, I want to do this case study with you. Uh, so like, here's all the notes I've taken through the process. So I'm going to interview you. I'm going to ask you these questions. And then you're just getting them to restate all the things that they might have done over a 90 day period. But it's very organic. And, and they get emotional and like sometimes like sometimes people will break down and cry and like like if you can it sounds bad but if you can get them to cry <laughs> you know <laughs> that's like money uh, right and, and that's really what it's all about is because like the money's awesome but if you can really make that massive impact in someone's life you know it's rewarding it's rewarding to you and you know and they're so appreciative that they'll never forget you and they'll you know recommend you to everyone that they know and they're more than happy to give you that case study or testimonial it's really going to help you to uh, you know sell and convert you know on your funnels and then then part of that is you're teaching them to do the same thing with their clients so that those testimonials and case studies can then go into the funnels that you built for them and it just continues to build upon itself yeah, that's an amazing tip. Um, you meant so the process of itemizing everything that you're doing for them. My question, because I obviously want to start implementing that. At what point do you present that to them? Yeah, so like to me, um, I'm going to present it to them like at the point where we've agreed that we're going to move forward. Like a lot of times, we'll get to a point like in a sales process where someone might ask a question like, well, you know, what, what is all the stuff that you're going to do for me? Or, you know, what are you going to do? Like if you haven't, if they haven't totally bought in, you know, then at some point when they're ready to write that check or swipe that credit card, you know, it, at that point is when I would introduce it to them. And in, in almost all cases, they're like, holy crap, I had no idea. I had no idea you were going to do all that stuff. Okay. So before, before they've bought your service, it all depends. Signed contract. It really depends on them. Like like some people, yeah. Some people move forward really quickly, and they just know, like, and trust you, and they they throw their money at you, and they don't even really know what they bought. And but in in that case, I still want to have like a discover like it's not really a discovery session, but it kind of is, 
See, one of the first things I, I'm going to do with a client is after they've signed and we're going to move forward, is like, like you have a, a front end discovery session to just make sure that you're the right fit. But after that, it's like you want to find out everything that they do, the way they see their business, so you can customize your, your marketing and your funnels and everything to them. So, you know, at that point is when I would be introducing to those people who just went all in. And like some people, like they're, they're more like methodical. Uh, if you study personality profiles at all, they might be like a C type personality, you know, like the engineer types that they want to see every single thing um, before they're going to, you know, sign a contract. Um, and so in that case, you know, you can show it to them and they're blown away by all the stuff that you're going to do because they didn't yeah. even know most of that stuff existed. And then that's the thing that puts them over the edge. So it's like e each client is a little bit different that way. Great. Those examples are super helpful. I think other people are going to love that too. So awesome. Okay. I think that you have given us so much to work with in bettering our businesses. Um, thank you. Uh, can you tell everyone again, uh, where they can find you? What do you, um, yeah. yeah. Can you tell everyone again where they can find you and what and you, in the last episode you mentioned that you have a book. So tell everyone about that as well. Absolutely. Um, I've written a couple of books that my newest one is still available. Like I, I wrote a different book called how to get rich selling anything, but, but I took that off of print. Uh, and now generating clients for life really takes people through this whole process of, of a bunch of different business types that I've helped. Um, you know, from a restaurant to a real estate broker um, in multiple businesses just to show that like it's really all about creating that experience in, in each different type of business is really the same. So it's like because at the end of the day, we, we all serve the public in some way um, or at least our public in our audience. And, you know, it's all about providing uh, that wow service and creating that repeat business and, and takes them through the whole testimonial process and everything. But like, so if someone wants to check me out, billcrane.com, uh, twocommacoach.com. If anyone like really wants some, some higher level service and if they put amplify your impact into the coupon code, I'll know that you came from Susan. Normally uh, to do one of those consultations, I charge a $997 fee so we can decide if we're gonna work together or not. And I always refund it, like if for some reason we're not going to work together, and that might be because I decide I don't want to work with you, or or maybe you don't think I can help you, whatever the case may be. Um, but I'll I waive that for anyone who uh, came through Susan. So just put that amplify your impact, and that's exactly what Susan and I are going to help you do. Uh, and then we'll waive that fee, and if I can help you, fantastic. And if not, maybe I'll point you to who can. Uh, I can help awesome. most people. If you want to do sales or marketing, I can definitely help you. And then as far as like Facebook and all that stuff, everything's branded under Bill Crane now. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Amplify Your Impact. If you're loving what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review to help others like you discover the show. Do you have a course or info product that you're trying to get out into the world and make an impact, but you're struggling to figure out how to do that? I know that it can be hard and that's why I want to get on a free call with you. So you can tell me your goals, what you're trying to accomplish, what message you're trying to get out there into the world and see if I can help you come up with a plan and really figure out how to sell what you have to offer to truly amplify your impact and empower others. To jump on that call with me, go to susanleonardson.com forward slash discover.